and we are live. Welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. How's it going? All right, we're gonna we're gonna do this quick today. Drop it right into the comment section here. Post, pin comment. Try and beat you before you get in. Ah, you guys are too quick. All right, there we go. PayPal's stuck up at the top there for you. That way I don't have to awkwardly interrupt the stream when you guys are here and then forget at the end of it. <laughs> welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Ask a Wizard. We're doing live wizard readings today. If you want to get a philosopher reading, all you got to do is share this stream. When you share this stream, you get a philosopher reading today. That's right. It's paid reading for free. If you want to support the stream as well, go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. It's pinned on the top of these comments here. And you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth, and that'll get you the archetypical reading for that payment. Pay whatever you think your archetypical reading is worth. Miranda in the chat says, hey, I'm here. I fell asleep last night. Oh, no, Miranda. <laughs> Still need your reading. Well, Miranda, I can help you out with that indeed. Let's get your reading going. Claire says, hello. How are you? Wise Owl popping off with the hellos. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you very much for the share, Miranda. All right, let's get your reading going. and I will try to get it done right now so that we can get it uh, started for you before you fall asleep. <laughs> Uh, but before we get started, just to let everyone know, um, in today's stream, I'm going to be teaching you um, a new technique, a skill that you can use with your friends to test your ideas. So if you ever find yourself with a lot of ideas, but you don't really know which ones to act on, I'm going to be teaching you a technique that's a lost exercise that you can implement that could save you thousands of hours and potentially millions of dollars. It's really simple and it doesn't cost a dime to do. So by using this new application of a Socratic technique, you're going to be able to test your ideas without spending money and uh, basically just figure out which ideas really should you be focusing your time and effort on. So if you have any friends that, you know, they're, they want to start a business, they got a new idea here and there, they're always pitching new ideas and stuff like that, this is the stream for them. Share the stream to them, tag them in here. It's going to be really beneficial. So we're going to be doing that later on. And if you would like to get a three-card reading like Miranda is about to get right now, we are, uh, all you have to do is share this stream. It helps me out a lot, guys, because it gets eyeballs in in here which is awesome because then I get to give more readings to more people and uh, I reward you for that with a paid reading for free like Miranda is gonna get right now all right Miranda what would you like uh, reading about do you have anything in particular you'd like some insight on let me know in the comments below and we will get your reading going right away do 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 let's do this reading and write it down so I don't forget Miranda. Anything in particular, Miranda, you'd like the reading regarding? Let me know in the comments below. Get started with a uh, general reading, get that thing set up for you, and then we'll move forward from there. If there's anything in particular, let me know. Just a general reading is good, if possible. Nothing in particular. Awesome, Miranda. Let's do it. Let me get some of my icy cold water. <clears throat> I found out drinking from those plastic water bottles affects the flavor of the water for some reason. The glass doesn't, so I've switched to glass. It's an interesting fact. All right, let's see what we got here. This is my second reading ever. Awesome. Well, hopefully it goes very well. 
cards here. Ooh, starting off strong. Starting off strong. Okay, okay. Got a wild ride ahead of us. All right. What philosopher does Miranda need to hear from? Oh. It's nice music, nice relaxing music. Mr. Jung, all right, Carl Jung it is. Carl Jung is who we're gonna be needing. Uh, that's gonna be the guiding force for us right now from in a philosophical sense, of course. Okay, so we have the Queen of Wands. Now, the Queen of Wands represents the archetypical anima. That's the, the uh, mysterious woman, the spiritual, the uh, aloof, the, the elven woman in the forest, the uh, patient with her spirituality. Um, these are the character traits typically associated with the Queen of Wands. What this represents is being patient with your spiritual development. So what this is saying is in the past you were working on, you were in a state where you were really patient with people, um, patient with your beliefs, patient with your... Uh, understandings of the world because you uh, have this opinion this this understanding that people view the world in different ways you're not too set on truth truth as it were it's more of a people's perspectives uh, and that's what we're seeing here in the past now walking into the future here we see some really great information showing up which is the nine of diamonds the nine of diamonds is the attainment of material or a material could be wealth or health so an attainment of a material sense that's where we see you at right now so these two things tying together here basically are telling us the um, commitment to spirituality we had in the past of this openness to other people has led us into a position where there's a lot of wealth and abundance in our life in terms of our overall health, wealth, and um, physical needs. People enjoy this personality trait that we have, and that's where we're at as of right now. Thank you very much, Wise Al, for the share. I appreciate it. Miranda says, wow, so true. And <laughs> she says she's a bit nervous. I apologize for, don't be too nervous. It's okay. You, uh, seems like things are going very well. Now, walking into the future here. Hello, Madison. Welcome. Thank you very much for visiting. Um, the five of hearts here represents a disruption in emotions in the future. So what this is saying is it's not necessarily a negative thing, but it's saying that emotions are a little bit unstable right now, a little bit chaotic. Um, we're kind of being hit all over the places. What we're used to with our emotional stability is being disrupted. Um, so when we consider that here with the material sense, this could be, um, you know, maybe being in quarantine, not being able to go outside, tension's a little bit higher than normal. Just be aware that this is on the horizon and that the qualities you possess here, this Queen of Wands quality, is going to be the quality you can use to really handle this problem in the future. So this isn't an insurmountable issue. This is more of a lower level issue that can be resolved by your quality here. The problem that you want to avoid is because of this uh, material abundance, you're gonna to wanna to try and solve this problem materially. Um, you know, like, oh, we'll buy you a present to fix your bad mood. But really, that's not what we wanna do here. What this is about is instead meeting them with this um, 
great qualities that you have as a person, that's really where the imbalance is. It's not that material thing. It's going to be the, the actual spiritual level, the, the personality that they love uh, that's going to help resolve this particular issue. So that is what I have for you, Miranda. That is the uh, three-card reading coming through, and I hope that that was accurate for you. I know that you mentioned it was, and uh, let me know if that was beneficial for you, if that gave you some insights in the comments below, and uh, we will move right on to the next reading. If you'd like to get a three-card reading like Miranda just got, all you have to do is share the stream. That's right, just take your thumb and click share. When you share this stream, you get the card reading that Miranda just got right now, a philosopher reading for free. That's a paid reading that you can get right now for free. And all you have to do is share this stream. It's individualized insights based on your personal needs and your personal wants. So let me know in the comments below if you have shared and we will get your reading going. Miranda says, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Very, yes, very spot on. Woo, I'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you, Miranda. Uh, awesome to see that showing up. Madison says, how are you today, Mr. Wizard? I am doing quite well. Uh, the caffeine is no longer affecting me as much. Uh, I've stopped drinking caffeine uh, as of three days ago. Um, and today I still have the headaches, but it's definitely been going away. Um, and I've definitely noticed a increase in my ability to do more of the uh, creative paracosmic work with my brain during these streams. So um, I'm enjoying that. And I found out that plastic water bottles make my water taste gross. So I've been using glass and it tastes amazing. Any more for readings? Uh, Jolene, yes we do. All you have to do is share this stream, Jolene, and you are our next free reading. So if you'd like to get one, Jolene, let me know. If you have shared, and it will work quite well. Let's do this, Jolene. Do, 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 do. And if you guys have a friend who's got lots of ideas, maybe he's starting to start a business, you hear him talking all the time, in just a bit, in the middle of this stream, I'm going to be teaching you a way to deal with, if you're the kind of person who has a lot of ideas and you just don't know which one to take action on, you are going to learn a lost exercise that you can implement right now that could potentially save you thousands of hours and even millions of dollars. And this is without spending a dime, and it's by simply applying a new application of an old Socratic technique. So if you have a friend that's got a lot of ideas and is just trying to figure out what ideas should I take action on, the lesson in the middle of this stream is going to be a huge benefit for you. So make sure you tag them, share this with them, get it out into those groups, because this is going to really help them out. All right, we've got Jolene has shared, and Kata Baby has shared too. Let me add you guys to the list, and Jolene is next. Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. Kata Baby, I like that name. It's a good name. I remember it. I remember saying that name. <laughs> All right, Jolene, let's do this. Three card, oh, or I could drop a card. Know what that means? I drop the card. I gotta do this. It's the rule. I have to do it if I drop the card. <laughs> gotta do some magic. All right, let's get starting. All right, Jolene says thanks. Love, love. Uh, are 
is there anything in particular, Jolene, that you'd like a reading regarding? Well, let me know in the comments below. Um, or are you saying love is what you'd like a reading regarding? Let's find out. All right, Jolene, which philosopher do you need? Which philosopher is it? What does she need? What does Jolene need? Jolene would like a reading regarding love. Love, love, love. <laughs> That's interesting, okay. Why? Doesn't seem to be intuitive, but the philosopher that's coming, that wants to, comes to my mind is Pythagoras. He's a math guy though, that's, this is about love. All right, okay, all right, Pythagoras it is. <sighs> let's see how this goes, Jolene, this is gonna be interesting. All right, let's take a look. Wow, all right, all right. So this is a unique reading indeed. Pythagoras, so uh, you know, might know him from his Pythagorean theorem uh, that they teach you in school, was also a philosopher who uh, mathematically proved the existence of God and um, did it in his uh, mystery school. Now, interestingly enough, not only are we taking a mathematical approach to a love reading, but all three of our cards have no hearts or diamonds. So this is going to be a very interesting reading indeed. Um, so let's find out what's going on here. What is the information that you need, Jolene? So the Five of Spades. The Five of Spades is about a disruption in the ways of your thinking. So if we're seeing in the past that we kind of had this this certainty, if you will, this this idea, almost like a, you can think of it like a mathematical formula. This, if I do X, Y, and Z, I will get what I want. I will get the person that I'm looking for in my life. And you had this system in your head of like, well, if I check these boxes, then the magic story tells the part and boop, I get what I want. And what we're finding out here is that's not been the case. There's been a disruption in that thought process and you're starting to realize there might be some missing pieces here. There might be some missing variables that you need to solve this equation. And what's odd here is it's about the way that you're thinking. So it, it's telling us that there's definitely a disruption in the way of thinking. You've realized that there's something more to relationships that you weren't cognizant of in the initial phases, which is what led to some more let's say, just not the, the most desirable outcomes in the past. Now, walking into the future here is the two, or into the presence, I should say. It's the two of wands. Now, the two of wands is where we're at now. So this is saying that you've actually learned that there's more information. You figured out what that missing variable is. You figured out that the core foundation of your relationship is on the spiritual Plane. Now, the problem is you still have to make the choice to pursue a relationship based on that. It means having a relationship that's founded on truth, founded on principles, founded on core beliefs that you guys hold dear. Um, for example, both being Christians, for example. And that's the choice that you need to make now is, do I sacrifice 
uh, potential relationships and a large amount of potential relationships to choose the person who shares these core philosophical beliefs with me. And that means I'm going to have to reject a lot more people, but this opens up the opportunity for me to really be with the person that's going to be ideal in the long run. So that's where we see you at right now. Is this making sense for you, Jolene? I want to make sure that this is uh, giving you the insights you're looking for um, and that we're on track. Wise Owl says, my brother had a cat called Pythagoras. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Jolene is saying it's sounding accurate. Good. I'm glad to hear that it's on point for you, Jolene. Now, what is the future outcome here? Luckily, it's, it's very nice. It's beautiful. And it is The Fool. The Fool is the beginning of a new adventure. So it's almost like we're starting over. We're starting fresh. We've realized this old way of identifying partners isn't working. Now we found this new way, which is the spiritual foundation, and we're going on a new adventure. This is the beginning of a new journey. This is you closing your eyes and kind of just walking out into the world for the first time. Now this is going to have ups and downs, and this isn't going to just be all flowers and rainbows. Um, this is an adventure, so be prepared for that. But um, the fact that you're going on an adventure means you're going to grow, gain new information, and eventually transform who you are now into something better than you were. So the mathematics of the equation here are a binary, choose to pursue what we used to in the past, or and continue to get the result of the disruption of our thoughts, or we move forward and we start qualifying based on deeper principles, and then we go on a new adventure. So that is what we've got for you today. And that is the three-card reading for you, Jolie. I hope that gave you some insights, and I hope that was beneficial. Let me know in the comments below if it helped you out indeed. What do we got going on here? Kim says, hey, from Idaho. Oh, Kim, you're getting my hopes up there, man. I would love, I would love to move to Idaho. You have no idea. Idaho is my dream. Oh, I'd love to be there. Just buy a cabin, 10 acres, get some chickens. Oh, man, I would love to be in Idaho, Kim. Love to be there. Let me tell you. Oh, God, baby, you're up. Yes, yes, it is right. Your guys' response to the beer sniffles was to make it legal for everyone to open carry and conceal carry without a license. That's beautiful. That is a state I want to be in, man. <laughs> I love, I love Idaho. It's so beautiful. A Polish couple living here were moving back to Poland in 2007. This sounds like a math equation. Uh, 2007. He adopted said cat, whose name was not pronounceable. The cat responded to Pythagoras. <laughs> That's so weird. Pythagoras was a very interesting guy. He had a interesting, uh, interesting, some people would call it a cult. Um and he had mathematically proven the existence of God and saw mathematics as the proof because uh, math does prove the existence of God. If you believe math works, and by believe math works, I mean that you think one plus one equals two, like that basic, that concept for it to exist means there has to be a existence of a primary truth. Math cannot exist without a primary truth. 
and therefore if there's a primary truth that would be the foundation of what we call math which is the thing that causes the principles of the universe which causes the principles of gravity and everything that we know it's infinite it permeates all things it's outside of time it's all powerful it's omnipresent and that would be his uh, proof for god cod baby says yeah all right cod baby hey i made it today welcome collie welcome you're a busted champ in League of Legends, Kali. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, Kata Baby, what would you like a reading regarding? Let me know in the comments below if you'd like some insights. What would you like insights on, Kata Baby? Kim, how did you get the different font? She's from Idaho. They get all the best stuff. They get the best food, the best people, the best rights, the best land, the best soil. You just get everything. Everything's better in Idaho. <laughs> phone app message me i will tell you oh shoot kim's got some got some secret apps well i can't pronounce any polish names <laughs> kata baby kata baby kata baby what would you like your reading regarding we'll just do a i'll start setting up a general reading here uh but let me know if there's anything in particular you'd like some insights on life in general awesome awesome it is Mr. Philosophers. Oh. God, a baby needs some insights. What does she need insights regarding? Ooh, we could try that. Should we try that? We could try something new. Yeah, let's try something new. Do a three card reading in a little bit of a different way. A little bit of a different, different way indeed. Can you do one for my husband? He's listening, too. Yes, I can, Madison. All you got to do is get the share next to your name, and you get a three-card reading for free. Uh, but, however, that reading will be occurring after the lecture we have going on here. Um, so we have our second batch of uh, lectures, or second batch of readings after we do the lecture here. What draws you to Idaho? Everything. Everything draws me to Idaho. What kind of readings do you do? I do wizard readings, Cindy. So basically, um, I study archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion. And I use that to, uh, I memorized it with this deck of cards here. And it acts as my memory palace. So each card here represents different philosophers I've studied. And I say, hey, have you considered your problem from this perspective? How about this perspective? And so on and so forth. Um, I've used this as like a memory palace for the information in my head. And then I uh, go in try to remember advice from the philosophers pertaining to the information they need. With that being said, why don't we give it a try? First, we got to figure out who does Kata Baby need? Kata Baby. Philosophers are not being conducive right now to giving the information. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Kata Baby. Are you up to something sneaky? I get the feeling Kata Baby might be up to something sneaky. Kata baby. I think that's all right. Philosopher that comes forth is Machiavelli. <laughs> Are you planning some trickiness? Are you planning some trickiness? I think you might be planning some trickiness. Let's find out. Let's find out indeed. So we're going to try this in a slightly different way. I'm going to cut into the deck here. Just flipping face up and see what the first card is presented with. So the Nine of Hearts. The Nine of Hearts tells me that... You've attained a level of emotional fulfillment. Uh, you're happy. 
you're feeling content, you're surrounded by people who love you and care about you, and perhaps, perhaps, we're a little worried. Maybe this state of bliss, this happiness that we've attained, has made us a little bit insecure and worried. Because now that we've reached this level of happiness, we're kind of afraid of losing it. So we're starting to divide in our mind, how can I protect what I have now? Now that I'm happy, how do I keep that happiness? And, and that might be causing us to become a little bit anxious about that. A little bit of like, okay, things are good now, so how do I keep them good? And that's where we're seeing with the Nine of Hearts here. But that's the surface level problem. That's the first problem we realized. We need to go deeper in and find out what is the real problem here um, that's causing this. This is just a symptom. This isn't the real problem. So let's go a little deeper. So we see the fool. The fool comes up. The fool tells us the real source of the problem. It's that you've started a new journey. This is a new thing for you. Life is new. And so really, um, the cause of the problem isn't that emotional fear of losing out on something good. It's that you've started something new. So of course, there's going to be ups and downs. And I think that you're starting to consciously realize that. And because you're aware of that fact, that's what's causing you to... Uh, get a little a little worried because you know there's going to be ups and downs because it's an adventure adventures all have ups and downs that's just the nature of an adventure so what we really need to figure out is what is the solution to this how do we act in the world so that we can be aware that we are on an adventure and there are going to be fluctuations in our moods and our energies and people's feelings of us so for that we need to figure out what the secret is and it's that's the hidden information so let's find out the first piece of hidden information we arrive at here, right here. Okay, so this is the first piece of hidden information. It's face down. So the solution, how do we solve this problem? Well, the, the advice would be, and I'm going to try and intuit what this would be from the card here. If it's wrong, I apologize, but I like to, I've been testing myself lately and I've been getting better and better, so I'm going to test it again right now. So... What would you do? What, what, how do you solve this problem? Well, you take action. That's what you do. So if you take action on your emotions, if you go out into the world forcefully, realizing that this is an adventure and there will be fluctuations on this emotion, but you gotta be able to take the negative energies and use that as motivation towards your goal and you need to take the positive energies and move towards your goal. You can take both of those forces and push them in one direction. You can say, I really don't want this negative outcome, so I'm moving this way. And I also really want this outcome, and so I'm going to go towards that way. And so you can use both energies in the same way to move forward. Now, the card that represents that, and as we mentioned, Machiavellian, we're thinking about not the, the neutral. We're not thinking of the positives and the negatives. We're simply saying there are variables that exist and we can utilize them to our advantage in a strategic way to take advantage of whatever we want. Um, so a little less sneaky than I imagined. So Machiavelli, my apologies. I thought it was going to be a little bit sneakier than it was. So uh, it seems actually pretty straightforward, really good strategic advice from the um, lovable demon that Machiavelli is. <laughs> He's not a demon. I, so Machiavelli wrote a book about called The Prince. Uh, it's right here. 
Machiavelli wrote a book called The Prince. It's the book of persuasion, of influence, of political power. Um, that's where the word Machiavellian comes from, is his name. Uh, so he invented that concept. And so the church, right, not rightfully, the church classified him as the Antichrist for about 500 years uh, because he revealed a lot of the political secrets. So he has a bit of a bad reputation. However, his book is quite fantastic. Um, that all being said, the card that this would be represented, the secret information, it would be the Jack of Hearts. So let's see, that's taking action on emotions. Let's see how close we got. jack of hearts right there for you awesome 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 Woo! we nailed it secret information attained that's one for one one for one everybody and that kata baby is the reading i have for you today now let's take a look at the comments here and see if you want to wish to support oh, thank you very much wise owl i really appreciate it now let's catch up with these comments here um do 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 Kali shared. All right, let me get uh, Kali down here. Kali. Just don't press R and go immortal, Kali, or I'll be defeated. Um. <laughs> uh. Oops, random League of Legends jokes. That's how, that's why we get the big eyeballs in here, boys and girls. It's the random League of Legends jokes. Can you do one for my husband? He's listening too. Madison, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Woo, all right. We'll put down Danny. Danny's on the list. Danny's on the list. Gotta be says sneaky. Uh, Gotta be says this is right. Kim says mountains. I shared. I'd love a reading from you. All right, Cindy. Welcome. Welcome, Cindy. You're getting the reading. And potatoes. They do have some pretty amazing potatoes in Idaho. Kim says, I shared. All right, Kim. Awesome. My newness is being clean for a few days short of a year. My newness is being clean for a few days short of a year, finally getting happy and having things work out for me, but still have uh, one major thing that needs to get solved. Awesome. Kata baby, moving life in the right direction. I'm happy to hear that. Sorry, I'm moving my owl back in because he was out of frame and I felt bad for him. Um, but that's great to hear. Good job, Kata baby. You're crushing. That's amazing. Good work. Good work. Welcome to the world of non-drugs. Uh, what state do you live in? If you wish to support, thank you very much reading on my family situation polls all right Kali family all right and that is batch number two for readings uh we're gonna close that up right there so we got those batch readings uh we're gonna start those but first 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 we're gonna be doing a lecture today everybody so if you have a friend or you yourself have a lot of ideas but you don't know which ones to take action on you need to learn the exercise I'm about to teach you. Because if you learn this exercise, it can save you thousands of hours and potentially millions of dollars, and you don't have to spend a dime to do it. It's a simple system that uses a new application of the Socratic technique that's going to allow you guys to test ideas before you spend money and time and effort on them in a very effective way. It's intense. It's a lot of work, uh, but it's 
well, it's not even a lot of work. It's painful work. <laughs> but if you can get this down and work it with a friend, you guys can cycle through businesses faster than most people do. So we're going to be teaching you guys that right now. So if you have any friends that fall into that kind of category, business ideas, entrepreneurs, starting new projects, that kind of stuff, this is the stream for them. So give it a share, tag them in the group, let them know, and we will get the lecture going right away. So I'll give you guys a second here to tag them in, tag them in. And at the end of the lecture, guys, this is based off of the Plutonic model, the Socratic model, if you will. So if the advice I give you is beneficial, if you feel like the wisdom that is found in this particular lecture gives you insights, please go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think that advice was worth. That's how I know that the advice I'm giving you guys is beneficial and helpful, and it's how you guys have a way to reciprocate the value I give to you. Uh, if you don't have money right now, please do not pay. I know the times are tough right now with the economy. Please do not donate unless you can afford it, but if you can, I really appreciate it. So let, uh, with that all being said, let's get the lecture started. Now this is a simple technique, guys. You might find yourself in a situation where you have lots and lots of ideas and you, you're like, well, I have so many ideas that I never really take action on them. If you've ever been in that painful situation in your life where you have an idea and then you don't act on it because you had a hundred other ideas and then a years later you see it pop up on TV and you're like, ah, that was my idea. I could have done that. This is going to help you eliminate that problem. And what is it? Well... It's a painful process, but it's an effective one. It's the Socratic method. So what are we going, or I'm sorry, not the Socratic method. It's a Socratic dialogue. So how does this work? It's pretty simple. You need to get a friend who is also probably coming up with a lot of ideas. You want to get a similarly minded person. And your job is to shark tank each other's ideas. And what do I mean by that? Basically, they're going to present their ideas and you have to agree up front and you have to make sure the rules are clear that we are going to tear each other's ideas to pieces. The person's job is to tell you every single reason why your idea is dumb, stupid, doesn't work, idiotic, been done before. They need to be ruthless. They're going to go at you hard. They're trying to shut your business idea down and then you switch the roles. And so by applying this ruthless efficiency, this ruthless attacks, and we're talking rhetorical attacks, logical attacks, data-based attacks, we want the person to shred our idea to pieces. Because if we engage in this activity, what remains at the end of that process? The ideas that get through that filter are really good ideas. They're ideas that couldn't be defeated by that scrutiny. That's a powerful idea. That's a good seed. And that tells you this is an idea that might be worth taking and testing to the market. So that's the process. That's the first step. The first step is the shark tank. Get, and this can be with a group of friends. Have people present your ideas to your friends and have them literally tear your idea to pieces as ruthlessly as possible. And by doing that, you're going to filter out a lot of your garbage ideas and be left with a few small seeds. Now, what do we do with those seeds? We plant them very in very uh, low cost, simple to implement ways. So we want to find the minimally viable product, the simplest way 
for us to test the idea at the lowest cost possible and then set a benchmark for success. A good benchmark for success is 10 sales of a $30 product. That's a good benchmark for success. Um, if you can't achieve that organically, what does organically mean? It means uh, posting on Facebook, reaching out to your friends, doing phone calls, not spending money, then your idea is probably not very good. It's, it's that simple. So that is the process, is the first step is the trial by fire. Burn off your ideas. And then the ideas that remain, test them in this simple way. Now, do you want a fast way to accelerate this process? It does cost a little bit of money. This is a bonus tip. Instead of waiting for those uh, the $30 sales, 10 sales of, at $30 price, um, organically, what you can do instead is pay $100 of advertising and try to generate sales. If you can get, um, what is it, for $100 of advertising, if you can generate two sales, then you are you have a product that can be optimized to become viable. So those are the, the three pieces. It's actually two pieces and then a third bonus piece. Trial by fire, test it organically. If you wanna speed up the process, you can also pay for advertising to test it in a day rather than a month that the organic approach might take. And so that's it, guys. That is the simple technique that you can apply right now to your ideas that will start getting you filtering out all those ideas, getting down to the really good, juicy ones, testing them out. And then once you've tested them, that's when you start acting on them. That's when you go all in because you know this is an idea that's been tested and on some level and is worth pursuing. So that is the lecture I have for you guys today. And if you're starting a business project, um, you're you're welcome because <laughs> that simple, simple tactic right there, that simple technique is going to save you thousands of hours and potentially millions of dollars on bad ideas that just never were going to work. So I hope that that was beneficial for you guys. And if you found that personally useful and you are uh, in a position right now where you can, uh, please go to paypal.me forward slash askawizard and pay whatever you think the wisdom is worth. And with that all being said, we're going to start our second round of readings right now. <laughs> all right, let's go here and take a look. What did we miss out on here? Kim says, I shared. Woo, Kim shared. Uh, my new, our, oh, um, I went too, back too far. What state do you live in? I live in California. I hate it here. It's a terrible state. If you wish to support that, thank you very much. Uh, shared reading of my family. I already got that. I shared for Danny too. Sweet. Madison says, P. <laughs> Kata Baby says, thank you. No problem, Kata Baby. Ha ha ha. My son is staring at you listening like a hawk. Yes. Go, go son of Madison. He's 12 and is always trying to create crazy stuff. Dude, if your son is 12 years old and he's trying to create crazy stuff, he, he's on the right track, man. That's a great mindset to have. Um, the principle that I just gave him right now is, is going to really help him out. He's going to get light years ahead of everybody else because most professionals aren't doing that. And they go and they chase these ideas that don't work. It, it's... Nine, I think it's 95% of businesses fail um, in the first two years. So you part of that is because they start with bad premises. So if you start with a good premise that's tested, if you can fail 95... So let's think of it like a slot machine. A slot machine that only pays out 5% of the time. 
if you can spin that jackpot in a matter of one conversation over the course of an hour with your friend, you could test eight, eight ideas in eight hours. Most people invest years into one idea. So think about that. Just You can get through a lot of ideas very, very, very quick. So that, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Kim says, owl, star, 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 star. Tara says, awesomeness. Thank you very much. Kali says, genius for real. Well, thank you very much, Kali. I appreciate that. His name is Kai. Kai, like the energy. He's autistic and is fascinated by you. He said, thank you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you very much, Kai. Is that, that's K-I, uh, K-A-I, right? Uh, Kai, I believe, is the name for energy in the Japanese faith, I believe. Um, they talk about it in Dragon Ball Z a lot. It's their energy, so that's pretty cool. Um, cool name. All right, and now, with all that being said, I've caught up with the comments, and we have a reading for Kali. Yes, you got it. Woo, I did get it. Awesome. All right, Kali, let's get your three-card reading going. Kali is looking for information regarding her family situation. All right, Kali, let's take a look. Who does Kali? Okay, <laughs> that was openly obvious. All right, so it's Thomas Aquinas. Mr. Mr. Aquinas would like to have a word with you. All right, <laughs> let's, let's find out. Ooh, Kali, you are... All right, you're just a forceful energy today. My God, my God, my gosh. My apologies. My apologies, God. I do not mean to use your name in vain. Um, <laughs> wow, Kali, this is going to be fun. All right, so Mr. Aquinas, the legendary guy uh, who wrote the Summa Theologica, the person who you probably don't hear about because the media doesn't want to talk about the person who systematically went through, proved the existence of God, made the argument, every single argument from the atheist perspective, and then proceeded to disprove the arguments. That's right. The ideas that you hear from atheists were actually invented by a guy who was religious, who then subsequently showed why they were wrong. They leave that part out. In a eight-book set about this thick, <laughs> it's about from here to here <laughs> he systematically went through every single possible uh, argument and disproved it the man may argue honestly be the smartest man who ever lived the only person i think who might be able to go over that is aristotle so um for some reason i'm not sure what a incredible theologian is involved with with a family issue but let's find out What insights do we have for Kali today? Okay, all right, so we're starting off with the past with the tower, all right? So we're starting off pretty intense here, Kali. The, the, the tower represents complete and total destruction, the, the uh, obliteration of an old belief, the, the, an irredeemably destroyed thing that's fallen to pieces and can never be back to the way it once was. This could be, um, in some understandings, like from the biblical understanding, it would be the Tower of Babel to build your, uh, building something on a lie or something that wasn't the truth. Logos, uh, God, it comes crumbling down. Uh, the others can be an unforeseen act of God. This could be, you know, a loss of something, you know, just your car breaking down. Um, uh, an unforeseen tragedy that just breaks and cannot be put back together. 
So we see that in the past. So a lot of painful energy bubbling up in the past here. Now, what does that take us into, into the future or the present, I should say? I always mess that up. I need to fix that. In the present is the five of hearts. Now, what do we need to tell her? So the five of hearts is about a disruption in emotions. So what this is saying is we had this break, this disruptive force in the past. And right now our emotions are being disturbed pretty deeply because of this. And it's hard because we have this disruption of our emotions, but you know, without a grounding in in the truth, in the logos, in I'm a Christian, you know, in Christ, um, this disruption is very painful. Uh, the spiritual foundation, philosophical foundations, our core principles. Because this is a painful time, and now we're dis disrupted, and we're trying to figure out how do we how do we gain back to stability, and so that's where we're at. And so the the advice that Aquinas would probably give is yes, my family dynamics were bad before, kind of still are with some drama. So that's where we're seeing here is we're seeing that family dynamic breaking. And so it's, gosh, this is hard to do because this is a public stream. Uh, how do we, well, we don't want to be too personal, but I'll try my best to word it correctly. Um, you know, the family, there's the, the, the family, the family can be a very tricky thing for some people, uh, for a lot of people, actually. Family is hard because we're bound to them, but humans are humans, even if they're our family. And that means that they can be, they can cause us pain. They can hurt us. And so if we don't have a holy family, a holy father, um, someone who is perfect, someone who can't be changed, someone who is truth itself, um, and we look to the family for that, because our, we're drawn to that, we'll always be disappointed. We will always be broken because truth is the perfect symbol. It's the perfect father. That's the thing that you can turn to when the family dynamic is rough. So if we're looking into the future here, what we're looking for is stability here. And that's the four of hearts, stability of the emotions. This doesn't mean don't love your family. This doesn't mean support your family. It means you have to have a grounding of something that will always be consistent to fall back on because our family is still people and our family will still make mistakes and we will still make mistakes. So we have to have that perfect foundation so that we can get that stability to turn to. Um, and if you're not a Christian, if you don't believe in God, you know, that could be your philosophy, that could be truth, that could be Aristotle, that could be Plato, but you got to have a foundation of truth that cannot be shaken so that we can really gain stability during these turbulent times. And that's, uh, that's, is that every, <laughs> we can't say that. Um, but I, I think that's everything that we can say here. Um, that's, you know, this is a public reading and everything. Um, yes, very true. My father was the cause of my pain and now we are not close. I'm sorry to hear that, Callie. And Thank you for letting me say that. That's <laughs> uh, obviously I don't want to get too detailed onto that, but I understand. I see that, um, and you know there there is there is a consistent father that is truth, 
and will always be there. Um, so just be aware of that if that's something you're open to. And if not, um, <laughs> go. There's, there's philosophy too. There's philosophy. There's, there's truth to be found there. And I've yet to find someone who follows truth that doesn't end up with him in your life anyway. So go on the journey. I'm open. Fuck, it makes sense. I'm glad, Kali. I'm glad. <laughs> well, uh, I hope that that was in It sounds like it was insightful for you. It looks like it gave you the insight you were looking for. Um, thank you for letting me give you a reading. And we're going to move right along to the next reading. The next on the list is the legendary, the wonderful, the amazing Danny. Do, 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 Danny. Woo, let's go. Yeah, Danny. You're awesome. I totally understand what you're saying, though, for sure. Yeah, I, I thought you would. I was trying to figure out a way to convey the information without, you know, <laughs> saying the information. He wanted to know why he's so stressed out and anything general he needs to know. Awesome. All right. That is something we can definitely do. That's some practical advice for Mr. Danny. Um, it turns out... Let's, let's see here. Uh, Danny, it turns out you're stressed because the entire economy is collapsing below, uh, in front of your eyes due to the psychotic behavior of the government being overreacting to a flu. It seems that the entire economy collapsing, as well as being not allowed to go out and live a normal life, like things like, say, I don't know, buying food and going to the store, have become limited. Maybe this is causing stress. All right, that's your reading, Danny. Have a great day. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just messing with you, Danny. Just messing with you. But, you know, keep that in mind. That is a factor. That is a little bit of a factor. Um, and let's get you a three-card reading. All right. Let's do this. Danny, Danny. What does Danny need to know? Who does Danny need to speak with? <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Got a, I got a little fight going on in my head. Well, obviously, between the two, I'm going to pick Plato because screw Nietzsche. I don't want anything to do with him. He sucks. I hate when I have to use Nietzsche. We're going with Plato. Plato, Plato, Plato. Yeah, Plato. <laughs> We're one away. We're one away, Danny. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, we almost hit a psychotically synchronistic event, the triple sevens, the triple seven being a incredibly uh, good synchronistic event to occur. It doesn't happen often, um, but the seven being a great card to occur, three of them being a sign of immense synchronistic events. Typically when a synchronistic pattern appears, people will experience very strange phenomenon, um, you know, it, to the point where they're like experiencing weird things happen and whatnot in the real world. So uh, we almost hit that, but, but not here, not today, not today. But still, a great, great card to see popping up here. I can't wait for yours either, Kim. All right, so what are we looking at here? So Danny's dealing with being stressed and looking for some information to resolve this unknown issue. Well, we see in the past here, we see the Seven of Wands. So the Seven of Wands represents spirituality uh, and confidence in your spirituality. So confidence in your principles. Um, these confidence in your principles 
are your foundation and they're very strong. So in, in reality, Danny, it's a really great setup we're seeing from the past. You've got a great founding in truth, in reality, a uh, very grounded personality here. Um, what Plato would say is that you're following the principles, you're following the truth, you're uh, following what is predictable, what happens to be. And um, from the Seven of Wands perspective, it's understanding that you realize the reality of the world, where there is a material world, and there is also a spiritual world as well. So you know that there's the truth below, and then there's the material world above that. So really solid foundations coming into the present here. Now, seeing the seven of hearts here in the present, that's confidence in emotions. So you feel surrounded by people that you love and care about and you feel comforted by. Um, you feel like you can trust in them and you're feeling just overall abundance of love and joy and compassion. So it leaves us with this interesting uh, predicament where it's why are we feeling stressed when we have all these great groundwork well what we're missing from the picture here is we don't see a material showing up we don't see a diamond so what i think may be happening here while i was joking earlier i think that might have some more credit than uh, you might first think is our foundations are good our emotions are good but there is that material world instability there's this stressful environment that we're in right now and stressful times and though you have these strong foundations below you're you're wondering you know there's this small like just in the back of your head it's not like something you're not just like what if what if this goes on forever what what's the future look like you feel like there's there's no future like where do i go from here if this nonsense keeps going on how do i plan because you have these great foundations and you're thinking like what am I doing two years from now and five years from now? What are my plans? You know, I want to play, you know, that, and that's, uh, that's not what most people do, but people who have good foundations do think that way. They plant fruit trees now so that they can harvest them five to 10 years from now. And so your mind is naturally acclimated to thinking that way. But with this disrupted future, you're saying, what do I do now? How do I act in a world where we don't know what the future is? A platonic idea would be if we don't know what's going to happen, then the best course would be to leave as many options possible open. So the best things to be pursuing them would be wisdom, gaining new skills, gaining skills that have a wide ranging of benefits to different industries, really improving um, the skill sets we already have, but also growing in a more diverse way so that we can pivot if we have to, and just kind of opening ourselves up, maybe you know, avoiding debt, having more in our savings, just the basics of opening up more opportunities. That would be a good starting point for what do we do in this chaotic environment. However, we have one card remaining here, and that's the Queen of Spades. Now, the Queen of Spades represents your personality with the with these two cards well i can't i don't know what your personality is but with these two cards here a person with a really strong foundation this is the perfect woman this is the queen of spades she is uh logical she is insightful she is patient she uses wisdom um she is able to feel an emotion feel a negative emotion hear a rational argument and then think i did feel an emotion however 
that argument is correct, you're right, and then move on. So that's a really powerful characteristic to have, um, often considered the ideal woman. Now, that's what she represents as a symbol. However, for your own personal use, what is the energy behind this card? It's the Queen of Spades. So the Queen of Spades is taking patience with your wisdom. So this is saying, right now, what we need to do is just be patient, relax, and take in data. Learn. Let's learn about the scenarios. Let's see what's working. Let's see what's not working. Let's let's ignore the negative flashing boxes all the time. What if we can just gain wisdom that's going to be beneficial to us regardless of the scenario? For example, if you improve your gifts in sales and marketing, uh, it doesn't really matter what you do. Those are going to be useful skills. The ability to generate sales is going to be beneficial if you are in pest control or if you're an investment banker. Those are skills that are universal. So let's find those kinds of skills that we can gain and let's study them and maybe turn off a little bit of the, the negativity machine. You know, you got to factor in what you're putting into your brain. You, you consume food, which um, I get the impression you're probably eating pretty healthy. However, you got to also be aware of what you're putting into your ears and your eyes. Those are two sources of consumption as well. If you're watching negative things and listening to negative things all day about the world's on fire, the end of the thing, Trump did this, and this person thinks he's stupid, and this person thinks he's great, and everyone's on fire, and blah, blah, blah. If you're hearing all that all the time, it's going to affect you negatively. And so, and it's going to cause you stress. So just maybe just switch those out and maybe we could listen to some sales training podcast, or maybe we could learn how to find a niche uh, YouTube channel about the industry you're already in, and we could binge watch that. Um, obviously, philosophy, I'm always a proponent of that. If you would like to learn how to do everything well, go to Aristotle. <laughs> he, it's, if, if it is capable of being learned, he probably wrote how to do it, and probably wrote how to do it better than anyone else. So check him out. Plato is another great one as well, especially if you're going into business and marketing. He literally invented uh, sales <laughs> rhetoric. So uh, definitely would check him out. I don't know if he technically invented it, but he definitely popularized it. He was the best utilizer of it. Let's put it that way. So those would be the advice that I have for you today, Danny. And I hope that gave you some insight and was helpful for you. Let me know in the comments below if that gave you the insights you were looking for. And I hope you enjoyed your reading, Mr. Danny. Do, 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 do. Priscilla, hi. I sent you a PayPal last night. Whenever is possible, I would love a reading. All right, Priscilla, let's do it. Do, 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 do. Throw in Priscilla on with the paid reading. All right, Cindy. Cindy. Are you still here, Cindy? Can you make a noise for me, Cindy? If you're here in the comments below, let me know, and I'll give you the insights you need. Do, 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 Sandy, are you here? Let me know what you'd like a reading about. He said, thank you very much. He said it was great. Awesome. I'm glad to hear that that was beneficial for you, Danny. That was, a two, that was two layers of separation, too. That was a reading through Madison to Danny to you. So I'm uh, glad to hear that it was accurate for you and gave you the insights you're looking for. Let's see. Cindy is here. By the way, Priscilla, um, we have one reading after Cindy, and then it will be you, and that will be our last reading for the night, unless we get some more paid readings in here. So just a uh, heads up on the timeline for you. 
he held the phone. Ha ha ha. Ah, well, I guess I can't take credit for it then. All right. <laughs> All right, Cindy. Cindy's looking for general insights. All right, let's get this going. Do, 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 do. What is that? Okay, cool. I thought my internet was about to go out, but it isn't. We're good. I have developed tactics. If my internet is going to go out, I just turn off my Wi-Fi real quick, and then I go on to cell signal. Works pretty well. All right, let's see. What does Cindy need to know? What does Cindy need insight on general readings? Who's going to be giving her advice today? Do, 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 do. Marcus Aurelius. Yeah. I love Marcus. Marcus Aurelius is awesome, man. Uh, the original self-help guru. <laughs> oh, Cindy, you're just giving me the readings I love to see. Woo! Wow! Look at that! Look at that! We got two archetypical cards appearing in this deck reading. Wow! Okay, and it's my favorite, the Fool. Okay, okay. So Mr. Marcus Aurelius appears. The man who was the philosopher king, as it were. The practitioner of philosophy, the last great king, as it as he is well known, um, he was famously referenced in the movie *The Gladiator*. He's the one that they idolize and look up to in the movie. The famous Stoic, the king who spent most of his time thinking about why he wasn't worth anything and how he could be of service to others and just a fantastic person overall. Highly recommend checking out his book, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Very good book, uh, fantastic advice, a fantastic guide to Stoicism, um, great place to start. Of course, it's in the public domain, it's been around for thousands of years, so you can get it for free by Googling it and finding it online as well as an audiobook format for free through Libervox. So check that on out. With that being said, let's get Cindy's reading going. The Fool. The Fool represents the beginning of a new adventure, Cindy. The closing your eyes, walking out, and going on an adventure. This will be filled with ups, and it will be filled with downs. So it's important to be aware of that situation and act accordingly. So... This is a great card to see because it means you're going on a new journey, you're going on an adventure, and you're going to transform. You're going to gain new information, you're going to gain wisdom. However, it does mean that you're going to have obstacles ahead. What would a story be without a dragon? And that is where we see walking into the present here, we see the death card showing up. Now, the death card does not mean death, it does not mean a curse, it does not mean bad luck, it doesn't mean any of those negative things. It simply means the death of one season, the death of something, the end of something, to fertilize the ground so something good can grow out, something better. Um, in the hero's journey, this is the death of the hero. The hero has to lose a part of who he is uh, or she is to become greater than they once were. You might think of the Obi-Wan archetype. Uh, if you strike me down, Veda, 
I'll only come back stronger than you could imagine. That kind of archetype. However, the hero goes through a similar thing with Luke Skywalker losing his arm and being kicked down the Death Star. That's his death. And then he's trained by the mentor, rises up to fight. So we're seeing that as a phase in our life right now where we're feeling the, the, the need to end something in our life so that we can grow and become greater than we once were. Now, what is it that we need to change? Luckily, the cards provide us with a little bit of insight here, and that insight is a disruption in the way of thinking. Marcus Aurelius would recommend that you need to reduce everything that is outside of your control. Anything that's outside of your control, we need to just completely eliminate from our life. Um, it doesn't mean to like we have to separate from it. It means we need to never spend an ounce of our mind on something that is outside of our control. And instead, we need to focus all of our wisdom, all of our knowledge on what we can control and only what's within our control, which is a very small, limited amount of things and work on doing those things perfectly. Because every second you spend on something you can't control is a wasted second because there's nothing you can do to change the economy. There's nothing you can do to change world hunger. There's nothing you can do that's going to change the weather, okay? What you can do is choose to feed a homeless person when you see them on the street. That's something you could choose to do. So if you're interested in feeding people who are hungry, that would be the way to do it. Take control of the things that you can act on now and only focus on doing those things and doing those things as well as you possibly can and not worrying about anything else because it's wasted space. And that is how you will escape this particular scenario. I say a parent. So thank you, general leading. Kim says, wow. Cindy says, I'm loving my reading. Yes, I'm glad to hear it, Cindy. Uh, I wish I had a book collection with philosophers in a different discipline. Uh, you are brilliant. Well, thank you very much, Kim. I appreciate that. Um, so yes, Cindy, sorry. I thought I saw I saw your comment come up saying I, I'm loving my reading. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss something like, Tyler, uh, I appreciate this. However, it's completely wrong. <laughs> um, so I'm glad to hear that it's accurate for you and giving you some insights. Um, so yeah, that would be the advice that Marcus Aurelius is giving, uh, or would give in this situation is focus on what you can control. Don't worry about what you can't control. And if you choose to take action on that, and a great place to start would be reading this book, read Meditations by Marcus Aurelius. Again, if you Google Marcus, uh, Meditations by Marcus Aurelius audiobook on YouTube, it will pop right up. There's LibriVox of it. There's a PDF of it on the internet. This thing's thousands of years old. Um, it's going to be beneficial for you. And it's very short, too. You can see this is the book that I have here, and about half of that is an introduction. So the, the actual book is about... Eh, it's about that long. It's very short. Very short book um, and very beneficial. So I would highly recommend checking it out. And that is the advice I have for you today, Cindy. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, thank you for saying I'm brilliant, Kim, but I'm not. I actually just memorized brilliant people. I read brilliant people, and I use this deck of cards to remember their wisdom, 
and then I take it and apply it to whatever you're going through or whatever your situation is, and that's how it works. I don't communicate with spirits. I don't communicate with demons. I do not communicate with angels at all. I'm simply using philosophy, archetypical story, magic, and illusion. And that is how it works. Tara says, um, useful. Thank you, Tara. <laughs> all right. Kim, I believe you're up. Kim, your reading is next. And then we have the paid reading for Priscilla. Priscilla, Priscilla, Priscilla. It's a cool name. I like it. Just invented a song for you, Priscilla. That's a bonus. <laughs> Kim from Idaho. She lives in the best state around. Gosh, I love Idaho. I have family that lives there too. I have no idea. Every day I have to see it on my timeline on Facebook. Just like, oh, wow. So that's what paradise is like. As I live in this just godforsaken land known as California. <laughs> I hate it here so much. The only thing I love is Disneyland. I really love Disneyland and the Magic Castle, of course. I, I obviously, that's my home, but the Magic Castle is wonderful. But Disneyland's pretty awesome, too. You're welcome, Priscilla. All right, Kim, what would you like a reading regarding, Kim? Let me know in the comments below so we can get your reading going. I want to visit. I really do. I really want to visit, Kim. I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. It's hard because, you know, there's this weird thing going around called the beer sniffles that people are freaking out about. It makes traveling a little hard. Kim is looking for a general reading. All right, let's do it. <laughs> My icy water has melted, and now it is just soaking into my table. Oh, well, that's why it's there. <laughs> Let's get Kim's reading going. Kim, Kim, Kim. Yeah, we need a cut. All right. Hmm. If we do a random one, we could do that. Let's do that. Let's try it. Let's test it. Stop right there. Get a random one down here. Get a little get a little fancy for the last free reading for the day. What does Priscilla mean? What is Priscilla or not Priscilla? My apologies. My apologies. Kim. Who does Kim need to hear from? C.S. Lewis, it is. Alright, C.S. Lewis. The great, the legendary C.S. Lewis. The man who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, as well as a philosophical proof for the existence of God in his book, Mere Christianity, where he summarizes the Christian faith as a whole and so much more. A famed philosopher for his thoughts on the ideas of the afterlife, the nature of love, and retelling archetypical stories such as the Tell We Have Faces, a beautiful story retelling of Psyche and the myth therein. So uh, definitely check out some of his works. You can see him right here. I have his complete, well not complete, a lot of collections here. And then I also have Tell He Has Faces and a bunch of other books. Fantastic author. Highly recommend checking him out. And with that being said, let's see what advice we have for Kim. Ooh, okay, Kim. Kim, Kim, Kim. We're looking into the past here, and we see the Ten of Wands. The Ten of Wands is the completion. 
I love C.S. Lewis. I love C.S. Lewis too, Kim. I'm glad to hear that you love him. Uh, the Ten of Wands is about the completion of a spiritual chapter in your past. Okay, so we're seeing there was an understand. There was a time in our life where maybe we didn't really have that spiritual discipline. Maybe it, by name we had it, but we didn't feel like it was really real. And so that's what this is saying is in the past, there was a chapter in our life where we felt like our faith was, our philosophical foundation was there, but it wasn't actionable. It wasn't ours. It was kind of handed down to us is kind of the words that I'm thinking that come to my mind. And we're seeing that coming up into the past. However, walking into the future, into the present, what we see here is the Ace of Wands. So this is the start of a new spiritual journey. So where we see you arriving at here is finding out these trying times have actually made you come a lot closer to that spiritual foundation. It's starting to blossom in you. This time is being used in your heart right now uh, to really bring forth a true unique individual faith. This isn't the faith that was given to you. This is the faith that you have now grown from your own heart. Uh, the fruits of your labor of your, uh, the Bible says, judge them by the fruits that they bear. And what this is saying is that you have sprouted and you're beginning to grow your own fruits. So this is a beautiful place to see. However, we have to ask yourself, what what is the step? So we got this foundation that's great. This is a great foundation here, a great place to be at, Kim. However, we want to know what is the next step. What I think the next step is going to be for you is taking this information and taking it into the physical, really grounding this in the material sense. So what does that mean? It means gaining knowledge about the material world and then acting on it. The things that come to my mind is like growing, gardening, cooking, um, really tactically expressing this gift that you have. You are a being that can use truth, logic, that can create good things. Uh, the gift of Logos is the truth, the light, and the way. It's the good the beautiful and the true. Use that process in your everyday life and try and create good and beautiful and true things. And a perfect place to start is with what you're already doing and just taking it that next step higher, increasing the quality of it and gaining the wisdom that even the mundane, even the simple things, cleaning the house, cooking, gardening, the, the most basic things, can be elevated to a level that is beautiful and rewarding and not just beautiful for you, but for everyone. And by doing that slowly but steadily, by gaining that wisdom that you can bring light into anything that you have, gaining that wisdom of the material world, you will start to create a small little kingdom within your own world. Even if that's as simple as one room, start there and grow from that. Kim says, I'm crying. Don't cry, Kim cry at all so oh unless it's a good cry i guess that's good c.s lewis would, would it be okay with it <laughs> so what does this look like what is the the future of this hold well, it's quite simple that would be the king of diamonds and that is the king of diamonds right right 
Yes, it is. And I saw it in the, looked in the phone. I'm like, wait, is that right? It's the King of Diamonds. All right. Sweet. Glad to see it. I'm glad to see it. King of Diamonds is about a knowledge of the material. That is basically, in a nutshell, what I was just saying. And it looks like we hit it spot on, Kim. So I hope that that was beneficial for you. I hope that gave you the insights you were looking for. Um, and let me know in the comments below if that benefited you and gave you some help. And with that being said, we're going to move on to the next and final reading. However, this is a special reading, boys and girls. This is a paid reading. So we're going to be doing a 10-card reading instead. The archetypical reading for Priscilla. Priscilla, are you here? Priscilla, let me know in the comments below if you are here. And if you have anything in particular you'd like insight on, let me know in the comments below. I see a sad face popping up. Is somebody sad? Don't be sad. Be glad. Priscilla. Priscilla, did you fall asleep? Priscilla. <laughs> Priscilla is here yes Woo! priscilla is here awesome all right priscilla what would you like reading regarding do you have anything in particular you would like kim says that was spot on thank you kim i'm glad that it was beneficial for you and i'm glad it was spot on and uh check out c.s lewis in fact i wouldn't even go i mean obviously read mere christianity for sure um however reread the chronicles of narnia i think you'll find that beneficial the archetypical story there is beautiful um aslan is amazing. I will like to know why I feel attached to a ex-boyfriend. All right, all right, Priscilla. Let's get some insights there. Let's get some insights for Priscilla. She's feeling attached. What do we do? Do 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 do. <laughs> he just keeps butting in. He just wants to. Die. You know what? You know what? A little whiny Nietzsche. I think we'll we'll give. No, no, no. Not letting him in. I don't want him. He's a, he's a dork. No, no, no. We're not doing it. <laughs> um, who are we going to get you? We need some wisdom. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the right philosopher. <laughs> Aristotle wanted to give you some logic, but I feel like that's a little too abrasive for you right now. You could go with Aristotle, though. It's understanding of love, logic, truth. <laughs> okay, we could go with Freud. Let's do Freud. Freud might be able to help. Okay. Freud, the legendary psychologist, the man responsible for 50% of what is known as psychology today, uh, the other 40% being uh, Carl Jung, and uh, the 10% remaining is not true, and that's what we have today. Um, <laughs> okay, that was a little harsh. They're only wrong 80% of the time, according to the reproducibility crisis, but... That being said, Freud was a legendary psychologist, mostly slandered and insulted and put down and uh, ridiculed because of a few things that he said um, while ignoring the fact that he also built the foundation of what psychology is today. So we're not going to focus on those few arbitrary things that he uh, is known for. We're going to focus on the things that most people don't know about, which is in his book, The Interpretation of Dreams. 
um, among other works. So we're going to take that into consideration while we do this reading right now. What are the driving forces for Priscilla? What is at play currently? <laughs> Kim says, I am moving you into Idaho. Kim, I would love it. If you got five acres and a cabin with internet connection, let me know. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm very interested. All right. So the five of spades here, Priscilla. The five of spades says that we're in a state right now which is a disruption and the ways of our thinking. We're feeling chaotic. We we are thinking one way and we feel another way and we don't know why and it's very disturbing and annoying and frustrating. So we're trying to get to what is our brain doing up here? This is just madness and what? why is this the case? So let's find out. Driving energy, of course, is the five of diamonds. So this disruption in the five of diamonds. Now, again, this is a public stream, and I try to keep it PG so that kids can watch as well. So, obviously, I will be censoring uh, some of the data here, but more or less the Five of Diamonds. This is important to note that this is at play, Priscilla. When relationships end that we're, um, you know, when we're physically intimate with people in a relationship, um, we develop physical attractions that are based on chemicals in our body um, that are very similar to withdrawing from drugs. It's... Uh, chemically very similar. People withdrawing from strong relationships that were based on strong emotions, um, when they lose that connection, uh, can react similarly to drug withdrawals. So be aware that that is a dynamic that's at play here, and that happens to people, and that isn't a your emotions, that isn't your spirit, that isn't your thoughts, that is simply a physical material effect that does occur when uh, that happens. That's what people call heartbreak, for example. Um, that's what they're describing here. However, let's look at what the psychological motivations are and if, see if there's anything deeper here that we need to find out. So first we need to look into the past, as Mr. Freud would always suggest. The Ace of Spades, okay. So the Ace of Spades says that we, in the past, we started a new way of thinking about our relationships. So that led to this place where we had this way of thinking about the relationship, we got into the relationship, but we found out that this perf this way that we invented of what the relationship is gonna be like in our head was totally disrupted. It was broken apart, and now we can't put it back together. Um, and we're just in chaos. And then there's the heartbreak, which causes the drug withdrawal symptoms. So all together, Priscilla, man, I am sorry. You're going through some, this seems like a really painful situation to be in, and I. I'm sorry to see that, and uh, hopefully let's get you through this. Obviously, you know, there's some time involved. Time heals all wounds. Let's figure out if there's anything deeper going on here, though, and let's get you through this, because Priscilla, I believe in you. I know you can get through this. Let's do this. What are the lower-level motivations? What are some unconscious motivations that might be on play here? Wow. Okay, so we got three fives. So Priscilla, you're in just distress right now. Um, not distress, but chaos. There's a lot of disruption, a lot of chaos going on here. Uh, the five of hearts showing up is saying that your emotions are now disrupted too. So the way that you think is disrupted, your chemicals are disrupted, the five of diamonds, and now your emotions are disrupted too. You're just 
all over the place. I'm, I'm getting the impression this is a really powerful relationship for you. Um, perhaps a little too powerful now that I'm thinking about it. Um, but this is a lot, a lot of disruption right now. You took, you're, you're taking this very hard, um, and this is having a really deep effect on you. So just, uh, and I'm, I'm sorry to see that happening. And let's let's work our way through it. You know, the deeper. The, uh, the the harder a trial you get through, the stronger you become at the end. So let's let's get let's push forward. What is the higher level motivation? What is it that you tell yourself is why you feel this way? Queen of Diamonds. Okay, okay. So this is patience with the material. This is. Uh, and again, it's a private stream, so or a public stream, I should say. So again, I will try my best to censor this because I don't know how much information you would like us to give out. Um, but more or less, the Queen of Diamonds, there's this, this fear, let's say, that, well, now that I don't have this, who would ever like me? Who would ever want to be with me now? I'm, I'm hopeless. No one will ever want this. And um, obviously this is what I'm saying right now is the general, but the Queen of Diamonds relating to the material. So I think this is more focused on, on um, maybe our self-image. If, if, if Is that making sense? Again, I'm, I don't want to be too personal, but um, that's the kind of thought process that's coming through here is I've lost, you know, I'm in this chaotic scene and I don't think anyone's ever going to want to be with me. And now I'm never going to get something like this again. And it's just all chaos and that's that's it <laughs> so that, that's where I'm seeing uh, the situation where you're at right now and then we have the future that we're going to look into here in the future uh, Priscilla is that sounding accurate for you is that giving you insight into your problem uh, let me know in the comments below I want to make sure we're on the right track before we move into the future and if not we will adjust accordingly I am moving I am going to get firewood for the fire thank you so much gosh Kim I wish I could say that, but I don't, because I don't live in Idaho. <sighs> Priscilla, are you here? Let me know if this is sounding accurate for you. I'd like to know so I can move on. In a few seconds, if we don't see the comment coming through, I'll just move on along, assuming it is accurate, considering the track record is uh, 100%. Yes, thank you. This was a long-time relationship. That's the way I feel. Okay, good to see that this is on point and accurate. So let's see what the future holds. How can we move forward from this? How can we improve and grow? All right, all right. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Priscilla. Oh, I got freaked out there for a second, but then it came out for, like, Oh, this is good. This is good stuff. Yes. <laughs> this is awesome. Okay, okay, okay. So looking into the near future, terrifyingly so, the death card appears. So the death card represents the end of something, the end of a, of a chapter, the death of one thing to fertilize the ground so that something new can grow out of it. So... This is saying that the true death that needs to occur is for you to accept the end of the relationship. So that's the near future that we have to go through here is the acceptance phase. We haven't accepted yet. However, 
what is going to allow this exception to occur? What are you, what's going to allow you to accept it? You're actually going to realize the nine of diamonds. So the nine of diamonds is a beautiful card to see. This is the attainment of an understanding of the material. So you're going to realize that there is, when you understand that you are still desirable, people still, there's still more fish in the sea, that you're not, uh, it's not all over. You're going to realize that and that's going to allow you to accept the relationship and move on. The second awesome thing to see popping up here is the nine of hearts. So the nine of hearts is saying that you're in an environment right now that is about uh, attainment of emotional stability. So you're going to realize I can have this chapter end. I can accept this chapter. I'm still, um, uh, I'm still worth something. I'm still valuable. And there are people around me that are valuable and um, loving and kind and supportive and people that I, I'm interested in as well. Now, the secret information that you need to know, that you should know, that you didn't know, is Mr. Jack of Wands. The Jack of Wands represents the archetypical man, the, uh, the, the, uh, the boyfriend, I should say, the, um, the, the drifty, uh, aloof man that uh, women tend to fall for so much <laughs> the the vampire, the sparkly Edward guy. I finally found out his name. <laughs> and, uh, the the character. So like the the matured version would be Jack Sparrow. Um, this is the younger version of the Jack Sparrow type. The the uh, spiritual, the fun, the energetic, the outgoing, and that is a person that's in your life and something that you're drawn to that you are interested in as a personality type that um, you don't know that that's kind of something that you really like, but is something that you really like and you should pursue. So that's what the Jack of Wands is saying. That's the information you need to know that you didn't know. And then finally, to wrap this all up, what is the outcome? The Three of Wands. The Three of Wands is about growth in spirituality. So through this whole process, what this is going to do is this is a huge learning experience that's going to help you realize you still have value outside of the person that you're with. There is a type of person that you like and you really uh, are interested in and want to pursue a relationship with. And this whole process has helped you mature spiritually and learn more about yourself and what you like and the value that you have and the value you bring as an individual, not with someone else, but as an individual. And that is valuable information that you need to know, Priscilla, during this time. So I know this is a tough time. I know it hurts and there's a lot of chaos, but there is light at the end of the tunnel. We just have to get through it and keep going on. And that is the information I have for you. That is the uh, information that I think you need to hear and it's going to benefit you. So uh, let me know in the comments below if that was accurate for you and gave you the insights you're looking for. And I would love to hear about it. Do, 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 do. The end of the readings, guys. That is the end of today's readings. Thank you so much for tuning in. And that's the end of today's week. 
This is Friday. I'll be back Monday, Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time doing these readings for you guys. I hope that you enjoyed this reading. If you found the wisdom valuable, I appreciate it so much. If you go to paypal.me forward slash askwizard and pay whatever you think the wisdom you received today was worth. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. It really means a lot. If you have any questions, we can do those now. If you have any uh, quick questions about the lessons or your readings or insights, we can do a little Q&A, and then we're going to close up the stream for tonight, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. Priscilla says, thank you so much. You told me all my past accurate. It was long-time relationship. I'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you, Priscilla. And I hope that that future information that I gave you is going to help you move forward. I, I think that you've got this. I believe that you can get through this. And um, I know you can. I know you can get through this, for sure. And do we have any questions? Anyone? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Almost totally forgot. Uh, so if you have any questions regarding the uh, system that we talked about earlier on how you can uh, test your ideas for very cheap or free, um, or if you have any questions regarding your readings or just any questions for me at all, let me know in the comments below. I will read an Aesop's Fable here while we wait for those to come in to see if any do come in. And again, please support the stream if you find this valuable or any of the wisdom at all. And then we will close up the stream. Do, 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 do. Read the book while we uh, wait for that little 15 to 30 second delay that we always have to deal with. <clears throat> and then I catch up with all your comments at the end here. The ass, the fox, and the lion. An ass and a fox went into partnership and sallied out to forage for food together. They hadn't gone far before they saw a lion coming their way, at which they were both dreadfully frightened. But, the fox thought, he saw the way of saving his own skin, and went boldly up to the lion and whispered in his ear, I'll manage that you shall get hold of that ass without the trouble of stalking him, if you'll promise to let me go free. The lion agreed to this, and the lion then rejoined his companion, and or the fox then rejoined his companion, and contrived before long to lead him by a hidden pit, which some hunter had dug as a trap for wild animals, and into which he fell. When the lion saw the, that the ass was safely caught and couldn't get away, it was to the fox that he turned, first turned his attention, and he soon finished him off and then at his leisure proceeded to feast upon the ass. Betray a friend, and you'll often find you have ruined yourself. That's some, that's some deep wisdom from Aesop's fables, guys. Don't betray a friend. Do not do that. <laughs> Pretty simple thing there. All right, do we have any questions that came on in? It doesn't look like it. All right, it's good to go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a great evening. Thank you so much, and have a great night. I'll see you all on Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time. And if you'd like to get any private readings, go to askwizardmagic.com. Peace!